0: Hey everybody, this is Raul Gonzalez and I am Oscar
1: Ibieta and thank you guys so much for listening to us today. We've got some, some good content I, I believe that is going to help you in, uh, in walking around with confidence and I think it's such an important thing and I don't think enough people talk about it. Mm-hmm. It's so important. Mm-hmm. Right but, but how do you do that? You know and so that's, that's what we're going to go through today. And uh, first thought that I had is we need to, first of all, make a distinction between confidence and cockiness, right? Or, or arrogance or whatever, whatever word that we want to, um, to put in there. And we just need to, to make sure that, that we understand that there's a difference, right? That there's that you know, you could walk into a room and just be that arrogant guy that just comes off like everything, everything that everyone says, you've got an opinion against. And, you know, right. And, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to show off how intelligent I am. And,
0: and nobody likes that person.
1: No, right? <laughs> no, no. And we all know that. Right. Like, cause even I, I bet, even as I'm, even as I'm talking today, you're probably thinking about people that you might know that, are like that right right just come in and so we want to we want to distinguish that and so first of all don't you know i think that i always talk about the book that i read how to win friends and influence people and i talk about how that book has really changed my life and one of the principles in that book is never condemn criticize or complain and i think that when you are talking you know, in, in a public group or just even one-on-one and you're having these conversations with people and you start doing those things, then you could come off as a
0: really cocky person. And even if you you don't intend to do it. Right. And I feel like that's, sometimes you may not even, yeah, just like you said, you don't even know that you're doing it, but it can come off that way. And so a lot of times what I like to do is I always put myself in, in the other person's shoes, right? right? when I'm, I gotta, I don't know, I just, I started doing that recently and in recent years. I feel like that's really helped me with my communication. And delivery when I'm talking to people is like, if I'm sitting in this person's shoes, whatever it is, whatever message that I'm trying to get across, it's like, I wanna make sure that I deliver it in a way that they're gonna you know, comprehend what I'm saying, but then also not, take it in any negative way. And I guess it just depends on the message that you're trying to send. But
1: Yeah. And I think sometimes the heart of it is what is what's most important. Right. So knowing that if your heart's in the right place and when you deliver a message that it doesn't, it doesn't come off in, in the wrong way, even though sometimes my heart has been in the right place and, and just in the, in the delivery. So sometimes it's like you, Learning to choose your words, learning to right. choose words in a way that don't come off as condescending or, you know, that I'm all knowing. You know, that's, that's, we, we always talk about it. Anyone you talk to, you're like, man, that guy's know it all. You know, like, even if you do know a lot, there's a way to do that and <laughs> deliver that, right? Yeah. And uh, so I think that's one of the most important things is just kind of distinguishing that. I remember hearing a, um, there was a, like a sound bite from, from Kanye West and he was like I am humble in general and uh it, it's always funny to me because that's not a humble statement <laughs> like <laughs> like uh calling yourself humble is is actually kind of counter is counter to who you are right if right. you're like wait I'm humble I um uh, I was there was a joke that someone handed me an award recently and he said hey, and this is, you know, a small award in, in, in our business. And he said, this guy is so humble, you know? And, and he said, he was, he was so humble, they gave him a humble, a humility award. And the second he put it on, he lost the award. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're like, basically, you're wearing that humility and, and, you, and you walk with it and you can actually even kind of become proud in that humility, right? right. So, but there's a way to be confident in who you are and what you do. Without coming off that way, and so that's really what uh, we want to talk about today.
0: I think one of the obvious ones is sports, right? You look at some of the all-time greats like Michael Jordan, yeah. Kobe Bryant, and and some people, you know, I, I feel like back in in that in those days, if you weren't a Bulls fan, or you know, even even amongst his players, right, you probably didn't like the guy because he was your enemy on the court, right, or he played mm-hmm. for your your rivalry team, uh, but at the same time, you got to respect the, the confidence that he had when he was on the court, right? And it could maybe appear as some sort of cockiness, but really it wasn't. I think he just had the ultimate confidence when he was on the court. Now that dude's cocky. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, Michael Jordan
1: is the greatest basketball player of all time, but I heard his Hall of Fame speech and basically, he came off as everything that I would not want to. <laughs> Did you ever hear it?
0: You know, I don't. I've never looked at. I've never seen a lot of content of uh, of Michael Jordan. But the guy that I have seen, and maybe maybe we can pick this guy, Kobe. Right? Would you agree that he was uh, a confident player, but not so much cocky? I mean, there's got to be. Yeah, you know, you s- that s- line. Sports right? are so <laughs> different, though, right? Like, then, then, maybe, like I um, a, maybe I picked a bad example here. Yeah, <laughs> these guys are pretty cocky
1: guys. <laughs> If that's okay and that's okay i think in in like sports uh there 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 have been like so so kind of talking about going back to basketball in the nineties david robinson is a humble individual and uh and i don't know if he ever he ever got to that apex level that i mean i know he didn't of like michael jordan and and uh kobe bryant but but he really kind of exudes humility. And I think that that there's a way to be confident in what you do without having to talk about how awesome that you are, or or that you do that. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's just a matter of of opinion. And I guess there's a there's a line between being confident and being cocky, that it's especially when you reach the highest level, it is hard to navigate that. And so Thankfully, the majority of people listening to this podcast today aren't performing at that highest level where they're having to, (laughs) having to toe that line between confidence and cockiness. We should all at this point be in a position of just
0: being confident. And so uh, there's a way to do it, right? right? I mean, I think when you're, you know, in any industry, if it's work related or whatever it may be, if you're you know, if you're in sales and you're the number one salesperson, you can, you can be, you can, I feel like you can choose to be a cocky individual or you can just have a way of doing things with confidence. And, and I feel like you, it really just comes down to the individual, right? We look, you look at a high performer and if they're, if, if they're at number one in, in their sales position, but, they're letting everybody know, hey, I'm number one, I'm the best, yeah. and I'm, it, you know, nobody really likes that individual, right? But yeah. if, if you're willing to help people, it's just your actions, right? Your actions speak for themselves. But if you can do that with humility, right? I, I think people respect that individual. That's a that's an individual that can be liked by everyone, yeah. and you can still be number one. You don't have to associate first place with cockiness.
1: Yeah, there was a there was an individual. It was it's funny. So for those of you who don't know, I. Oscar, we both own an insurance brokerage and insurance agency uh, based here in San Antonio. And so we deal with salespeople and they are independent salespeople. So kind of imagine a real estate agency, right? A real estate brokerage, and they have independent contractor agents that get out there and sell and they wear that company logo. And that's basically what we do. And so that's the first thing I'll let people know that people, people that we deal with are independent. And so they, Mm -hmm. you know, they can come and go, they're not employees where I can, you know, like I can put my foot down on, on some of the things that they're saying or doing. So there's this particular individual who started working with our agency. And he sent out an email to or he intended to send out an email to all of our agents when i sent out kind of like a a leaderboard to our agents here in san antonio like hey these are the top agents and he came in and he tried to send out an email he he intended to reply to all and he said hey everybody i'm gonna just want you guys to know i'm gonna kick your butt the rest of this aup this rest of the selling season and uh he you didn't say but. <laughs> you just like really <laughs> like came in like really aggressive and and that energy overall is just like it's such a turn off, man. And mm-hmm. and and I think that we because of the fact like, you know, in in popular culture, we see kind of that that bravado, that cockiness as a as a good thing, right? Like we like our rappers to 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 what what is what is what is the the word give me give me a word flash swag, you, or, <laughs> <laughs> you know hey listen I'm 40 We're aging years old ourselves yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the kids are you're doing but you know it's, it's 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 we like that in in some areas but truly do we really like being around those individuals and and honestly we don't I don't I actually to the point where I told him hey man I, I'm not sure that this is a I'm not sure that this is we're a good fit for each other. Right. I just, you know, that, that like that. So I, I, I am a, I'm probably one of the most competitive people that you know, and I'm, I just like in everything, like I just my my mind thinks competition. How can I win? How can I, how can I be successful? And I think that that is a very very good attribute. And so if if you're a parent, don't don't stop your children from being competitive. You just learn to harness that, right? Yeah. Mm. So I'm super competitive. I believe in it. I believe in competition and and, in the value of it. I think it makes people better. People who are competitive will get better. Like the Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, super competitive guys. So if you can carry that competitiveness with you and do it in the right way, I think it's fantastic. But when it brings out the ugly side of you like that, I think that it can make you unlikable and, and ultimately stunt your growth as an individual or, right. you know, so I think that's an important thing. Uh, how do you, how do you walk with confidence? And that was one of the kind of the first things I think that the, the most important part is learning your craft. And when I first started this company, I used to work for uh, for Humana for an insurance company. And I started this company. And I felt <laughs> probably back at the time, like, almost a cockiness of how much I actually knew. And so I'm like, I oh, mean, I know, I don't worry, I know it all. I know it all. Yeah. And in which it, it actually paid off, because a lot of the people who used to work with me actually joined me in this agency, and, and we were able to start something really cool. And it came from that knowledge from me spending the time kind of like, like I always call myself a nerd, like just sitting there like on, like on a Saturday night, just reading about Medicare, which is the insurance that we do. And like reading about it, like understanding how it works, like the ins and outs and, and really being able to know everything about that subject. Um, You
0: have to do that though. Like it's, you have to take the time to, to do your own research, right? Wherever it is that you are you're going to be provided with trainings and all kinds of things. But if you want to be great, if, if you want to be at the, at the top, um, you have to be willing to put in the work on your own time. Right. Right. And I always use the example of basketball, right? And if you're just going to practice on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and that's the only work that you're getting in, For basketball, Mm -hmm. you're not going home and shooting free throws or working on your layups or doing working on your jump shot on your own time, then you're 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 probably gonna be okay. Right. You'll you'll contribute to the team, but are you gonna be a top performer? Are you gonna be at the highest level? Probably not. Right. Versus the individual who does go home on that Saturday night and is, you know, doing reading, watching videos, whatever they can to feed their brain to get better and what does that allow you to do it allows you to become an expert at whatever your craft may be and gives you that confidence when you're when you're out there in the field yeah i mean i have a a son named jonah and he is eight years old
1: and he plays soccer and he's pretty good he's uh you know he's he's last year was his first season, but he's natural. Like he was, he was just, he was really good on his team. And so this year we're playing a little bit of a level up than we yeah. were last year. And so we scrimmaged against another team and the team was actually, he's, he's eight, the, the team, they were like 11. And so we, we scrimmaged last week and they just got their butts kicked. <laughs> <laughs> like they did, like uh, they're tired. They were, you know, they were, they, you know, our boys were tired. They were, they just it was it was really rough. And so afterward, I had a talk with my son. I was like, "Hey, man," you, you He was like, "Dad, we really lost, time huh? We really stung." I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> <He did. laughs> and uh, I was like, "Hey, man, how do you how do you get better?" I was just asking him, "What do you what do you think is a is a way?" And he's like, "Well, I got to learn more, right?" And I was like, "Yeah." And so he actually asked me, "It's like, hey, on." can we go on Saturday and so the actual games haven't started yet he's like can we go and just get some extra work in and so even 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 as an eight-year-old he's already it's already instilled in him like you've got to put in extra work it's not about you know just showing up at the regular practices it's it's that extra work is what's going to actually elevate you above others, right? And it's pretty cool to know that my eight year olds already understanding that. <laughs> and like, he was running and and, and he was, and it, we were we were there this Saturday. And I posted it uh, on my on my Instagram in just that, that I was there working with my boy and that, you know, putting in that extra work makes it, the game look easier, it makes it look like it comes natural to you. But it doesn't. You worked right. for it. And and uh, someone wrote back and they were like, man, that that really meant a lot to me. I showed this to my to my kid because they want to show their kid that you've got to put in extra work if you want to be good. And so it's one of those one of those things that I think is is super important. when you talk about Kobe Bryant and you brought him up, there was they interviewed him and he was saying that he used to get up at 4 a.m., and or either he would practice at four or get up at four right but either way yeah yeah. 30 minute difference so but let's just say that he was getting to the gym at four o'clock he was like so here's the thing if i get to the gym at four o'clock and i go and get a workout in and then i can go home and make my kids breakfast drive them to school and then be back at the gym with everyone else practicing at 10 and then go to lunch and then practice again at two how many extra hours have I put in over the people who are just going to their 10? And, and he said, you, you add it up over the years, you know, like three, four years into it, when I'm getting two and a half extra hours of work in, how much further am I gonna be along than everybody else? Right. And so this isn't about sports, guys. Don't miss it. You it, know, we're, yeah. we're talking sports, but we're talking about whatever business that you're in. If you are in real estate, then you need to be consuming what's happening in the market you need to be consuming and just studying how things are going in that business you need to know because uh you know and i think one of the things that that sets people apart in that is well how do i make predictions for what's going to happen and the way to do that is look at previous data right to know what was going on in that business. That's how I'm able to, when people ask me, hey, what do you think is going to happen in, in, in our business, and I can kind of give them, hey, look, this is, this is, I'm no expert, and I'm not a future, I'm not reading the future. But based off of what I've seen in the past, this is about probably what it's going to look like. And, and I've studied those things. And because of that knowledge, I can confidently go into any room and have conversations about my business. And I think that's, where we all need to get to be is just study, get yourself to that place. Yeah. And I
0: think the, you know, the, the quality of, of what you're doing, right. We talk about putting extra work in. And I know one of the conversations that we had in the past was "Hey, hard work, but yeah, you know, let's, let's define hard work. And we, we actually talked about, you know, our dads, right. And I said, you know, my dad was a hard worker. And you said, well, my dad too, right. He's, he's an electrician and, and he went to work every day. He had long days, but, um, you know, coming back to this, we talk about the the extra work that you're putting into your business, but I think it's also the quality of the work right. that you're that you're putting in. That's the that's the missing piece. I want to ask you something. So, you, you talked about your son Jonah, right, and him wanting to put in that that extra work. Is that something? Do you think that's something that you're that you're born with? Do you think it's something that you can develop and learn over time? Yeah, I think. What are he, your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, you're 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 taught. Yeah. I mean, my son, uh, I, he observes me, he observes like he knows we've had conversations because in, in this as a parent, I think that if, if you have a son or daughter and you want to help them to be successful in life, you have these conversations when they're four right. and five. And so Jonah knows that I'm up pretty religiously around five, 530 in the morning yeah, and he knows that. What am I doing? I'm either reading or exercising. Like those are those. They, like I'm not. I'm not just sitting up wasting time, just drinking yeah. coffee. I'm. I'm either reading and 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 furthering myself. And he's known this since he was since he was three or four years old. And we'd have conversations, right. and he would see me putting in that work um, in my office. So sometimes, when he would wake up at like six a.m., and he would kind of walk by my office, he would notice that I was in there Yeah. and he asked me, what are you doing, dad? And I'm just like, just putting in work, man. I'm, 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 I'm reading, I'm, I'm learning and, and also doing spiritual reading. So, so yeah. all of those things they're observing and that's where, that's where he picked it up. So,
0: so you're the example, yeah. right? To your son, but let's, let's talk about. Business owners that are out there, right? or people who are trying to get something going, it's like you didn't you didn't have that example, no, growing up, right? No. And so, at what point did it did it did the switch kind of go off for you, right? Because, I mean as a child, we probably didn't as children. I know I didn't grow up like that either. Right. right? But it's like, at what point, you know, you don't want to handicap yourself if you're, you're out there and you're saying, well, I didn't have that as a kid. So I don't know that success is, is necessarily for me or it's too late or yeah. I missed the boat. Like that's not the case at all. Right. No. Well, first of all, you know,
1: I, I like to, I like to go back real quick. Cause I personally, I didn't, my dad did not live in my home and uh, from really from after four years old, I really didn't have well, a huge relationship with my dad, yeah. and, but I did know that he worked a lot. So, it, you know, I, I, I always knew that as a kid, and, you know, in some ways it was like, that was the reason I didn't really see my dad a lot. In my head I would make it to, because my dad was always working. And so I did see a model of someone working, but even if you didn't, there's people around you that, that do work. But I'm here to tell you, you don't have to be born with it. I, I was not born with the, with a great work ethic. You know, I, it was something that I, I chose and I learned and, and, and even just understanding. And and this was the point that I got when I was in my early twenties, really having to face some hard truths And those truths were, you know, I'm not destined for great success based off of my situation. Right, Mm -hmm. so you always hear people talk about, well, you know, were you born into poverty? Then you're just going to probably stay there, and and so kind of facing that that truth, versus also kind of making it in my head where saying, wait, I have seen that there are people who have come out of poverty, and that you know there wasn't just one route. Well, those are the lucky ones, right? Exactly. (laughs) I'm like, well, yeah. I'm like, well. I, what if I can choose to make this happen? And so I really just it was it was in my early twenties where I just started deciding. You know what? I'm I'm gonna read a lot. And and for those you don't know, I didn't finish college. really probably two years of you know like, um, <laughs> and and a lot of that was distracted time. Right. <laughs> so, so I my my I always I came to kind of become a start becoming a professional I a late developer, like 26, 27, where I'm really starting to work on my career. And then I started reading just like crazy, just like consuming information. I, you know, when you read books like How to Win Friends and Influence People and, and just other books like that, I read those and started in my late 20s and starting to, to, to say, hey, look, I know that I've made it this far. I think I can go to the next level. And so it was a decision, a conscious decision that I made that said, I'm going to learn more and I'm going to, I'm going to do this. And that's really what we want to tell anyone who's listening to this podcast is you can too, you can read more, you can learn more. Right. And you can, especially about your craft, especially about something that, that you are uh, that you're actively working on,
0: you know, Yeah. There's a ton of information out there. And I think I hear this all the time. There's, there's no reason that you cannot, you know, consume information, right? We, it's in our hands. I mean, it's what, what were things like 20 years ago? Were you able to do these types of things where you could just probably had to go and actually get a hardcover book? You know, the internet wasn't really a thing 20 years ago. I think it was just being born, right? I don't really know when the, when the internet was becoming a thing. Um, but now it's, it's literally in our hands. I mean, you can just look this information up, Google, and I do that a lot. Yeah, I know you do too, right? It's like whenever we have questions, we just start doing our own research and start learning these things on our own. So there's really, there should, in my opinion, there shouldn't be any excuse for this.
1: <laughs> have you ever gone onto YouTube and looked up a subject? Like, I feel like I'm kind of, a, well, I wouldn't call myself an expert, but I, I, I've, I've consumed a lot of information like about COVID about, you know, about okay. uh, uh, just different, different subjects from, from doctors who, you know, who, right. who have, uh, who have studied this and studied diseases and, and, and so forth. So there's so much knowledge you can get just by pulling up YouTube. And, and of course you discern that information, but it's all readily available. And like you said, it's, it's information that was not available. Like when, I you know, in, in, in 2000, I think it was uh when i was 27 it was 2007 right and in that it was a different time for what was available on the internet right Mm -hmm. like you know you couldn't you couldn't it wasn't so easily available especially youtube like it wasn't it wasn't what it is today where like you could go and learn guitar right now you can learn music theory on on youtube you can there's so many different things that you can learn that just wasn't available back then so it's like, there's even less excuse now, you know, Mm -hmm. instead of, and I, (laughs) I'll tell you, like, sometimes like I'll, I'll be on my phone and I will, you know, jump onto Instagram and then I just get caught in those reels or on the YouTube shorts. And I'm like, dude, I'm wasting time. (laughs) I will not do this. And I just shut it off. Like, I'm not going to get caught into this because it's real easy to do. And, and that's what we kind of want to I'm hoping that you'll protect yourself from that. Like if you're listening to this, like don't, don't get caught in that, don't waste all that time. You yeah. know, I have a friend who constantly sends me uh, TikTok videos <laughs> and he tries to get me to, to yeah. watch them and I'm like, I won't click on it. I won't do it. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like
0: I spend enough time on social media and, and we're all guilty of this, right? And so I'm not gonna say that I don't. I, I do. I, I get on social media, and I probably spend more time on it than I should. Right. Um, but I really have have tried to develop the discipline to to stay off of it, and especially during the workday, you know, right. which which could also be a bad thing, right? Because then I go home and I'm like, all right, workday's over, and so. But then I got to be I got to be a husband. I got to be a father, right? And so you have to you have to be able to disconnect from from that and not get consumed by it, but. I won't get TikTok, you know that that's the trending thing now, right? And I know, I know that if I did get a TikTok, that I'd be consumed by it. Yeah. So I'm not going to do it. I've I made the decision. So many people right. just
1: wasting time on yep. TikTok, yep. and and I get it. And there was a joke that that Instagram is a place for people to watch TikTok for people over thirty to watch TikTok yeah. videos. Sure. <laughs> like the last thing that I need is is any more waste of time. And that's really what I'm like I'm against. We gotta you spend your time learning your craft. Spend your time. And and, and when you become a master of it the funny thing is, like in my business, I feel like when I hit like kind of that master level of knowledge, everything changes. Mm-hmm. You got to, you got to, you got to relearn it. So, so spend that time. Don't waste that time on, on Instagram. Don't waste that time on, especially on
0: TikTok, on <laughs>
1: right. my anti-TikTok. And even,
0: and, and if you're not a business owner, but you're, you're aspiring to be right. That's the direction that you want to go in. Uh, or even if you are right, if, if there's 24 hours in a day, Right, and I've heard this before. You've probably heard this, right? You, you go and work eight hours right. for whatever company it is that you may be working for. Let's say you spend eight hours sleeping. I wish I could get eight <laughs> hours right. of sleep, right? <laughs> but let's just so that's sixteen, right? That's that's sixteen hours. You've got eight hours left. What are you going to do with those eight hours of of your time, right? Are you going to spend it on TikTok and on Instagram, or are you going to spend it? feeding your brain and and developing yourself and, and learning your craft, improving your craft, perfecting your craft, right? You, we have to make that decision. And that's on a daily basis, going back to the Kobe Bryant thing, right? If you do that day over day over day, that's going to all come together. And you see what that looks like a year from now, two or three years from now. I mean, that's going to be a big difference, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's one of the things that's helped me to be
1: honest. And I don't know if it's, maybe I'm just lucky, but I can function pretty well on between six, six and seven hours. Like I don't, I don't need m- much more sleep than that. And, yeah. and it, and it's helpful. You know, last night's a great example. I think I slept five and a half hours and I don't feel, I don't feel bad at all. I know there's people who'd be dragging right now. Right. If they slept that little. So I don't know if, if part of it is because I've, I've, there was, there was a time, you know, actually. So again, in my early twenties, like, and so I'm really against sleeping in. <laughs> <Like> I <laughs> I, uh, and and probably to probably to a negative because everybody's different but but i whenever someone tells me yeah i slept till 10 o'clock i'm like oh dude like you're like (laughs) you're wasting life (laughs) like there's so much life that's happening when you're asleep Uh, but you know i have i have conversations about that but i i used to need more sleep and I think I was about 27 years old like a lot changed really when I met my wife, which is, which is really cool. I'll (laughs) give her credit. (laughs) But, but, A lot changed for me. But one of the things was, is I made a decision that I was gonna start getting up at 5am. And so it it wasn't natural before like there's was times like, like during the time change, like I would wake up at seven and be like, Oh, no, I'm late, because it was completely (laughs) bright outside or like, Oh, okay, the the time change. So, so there was a time when I would, I would wake up late. And I started training myself to get up no matter what at five o'clock. So there's some negatives to that. Like right now, like if I go to sleep, like if I if I stay up, you know, go to a sporting event or something. We've talked about this before, mm-hmm. where I stay up till one o'clock. Guess what? Guess who's up at five AM? <laughs> or like if I travel to Las Vegas, right. it's the worst. Because you know, like I'm used to getting up at five. My body just wakes up. So I'll wake up at three AM over in uh in in the uh, the western or the Pacific time yeah. zone. Right. So yeah, so there's some <laughs> negatives to it. But my, my point is I think that some of us we can train our bodies to to even use a little less sleep. And and to say, you know what? There's there's so much so much that I can do, and I'm not saying that we shouldn't rest. I think that's an important important thing. I think an important rhythm in our lives is we need yeah. to rest. We need to calm our
0: minds and 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 not be working. But it's an important factor. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think if you're if you're operating without rest, then you know, you can be unproductive when you're, when you're out there. Yeah. You can, you can scale that. Right. And I'll, and I'll share this. I've, I've told you Roel, right? I, my wife lets me sleep until 7am. Right. So 7am yeah. is when I'm getting up, but I've been scaling. Oscar's that lazy guys. Yeah. I just <laughs> to, I'm, just <laughs> I'm lazy. Uh, but I, I've been changing that and I've kind of said, you know what? I need to be up sooner. Yeah. I, I need to be, you know, we have, we have a 10 month old at home. And so sleep is almost, it's kind of non-existent right yeah. now. And really my wife sleeps less than, I do. I feel like I get all the rest. But even at that, I'm tired. Right. right. And and so, sleeping, the thought of sleeping until seven, it, it sounds amazing. Right. But then it's like, I've got to get up earlier. I need to get up earlier and I be, need to be more productive. So, I've been scaling that back. So, I don't know if you noticed this morning, Raul, but I texted I you at 6 30 a.m. I saw it. Cause that I've kind of scaled <laughs> it back to, and so now I'm trying to get up at 6 30. And that 30 minutes, that extra 30 minutes allows me to get up and just kind of have a little bit of time to myself and, and just kind of get the, get the, get my first cup of coffee in and, yeah. and just just start my morning routine without being in as much of a hurry. And it just makes the day flow up it much better. It sets up my day for it, there's one thing when you're when you start your day with chaos, right. and you're just playing catch up versus being productive from the very beginning, getting up earlier and not being in a rush and not trying to catch up with the rest of your day. I think it it sets the tone for the day, right? I saw something from from Ed Milet
1: and I was trying to implement it in my life for a little bit and I just never ended up doing it and don't have the, or hadn't had the discipline yet. But he said that every morning he wakes up and he he will not look at his phone for an hour. and and he will, he'll get up, he'll, I think he said splash cold water on his face or jump in the ocean, something like that. (laughs) It must be nice to live on the beach, but, (laughs) but, but he'll, he'll, he'll do something cold with water, but he won't look on his phone. He'll do his best to kind of stay away from, from anything that's going to make him think. And I think that's kind of a cool thing because then you get some time. So for me, I'm kind of the opposite. Like as soon as I wake up, I'm like looking at my phone. I'm already thinking about work. I'm thinking, right. you know, I've got a lot that I try to, you know, put into, you know, put together. But there are, I, I think there's some value in that and just coming back to rest. I think it's important, but let's not get to this point or or kind of believe like I need 10 hours of sleep. No, you don't. you 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 don't, don't. you don't, it's a waste. It's, you know, there, I I guess there's going to be a doctor who, (laughs) who's like, wait a minute, just so you know, some people do need, you know, but, but realistically, we don't need 10 hours of sleep. Right. And I was, I was, I was reading, um, I sent it to, to a friend of mine about the, how many hours of sleep certain people get and because there was a joke like I was like yeah they're like five hours and and then we were able to Google I think like Barack Obama sleeps like five hours or something like we were able to Donald Trump's like a four hour a night you know so all, (laughs) all these all these people but one thing that I did find is the people that I consider to be very successful usually sleep less than seven hours, like yeah. between six and seven. Like Mark Cuban, those guys, like be between six and seven hours. And I feel like that's kind of a sweet spot, yeah. at least for me. And I know that it, I, I, I well, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> <There's> like, <I've, laughs> yeah, I've let's uh, let's that, throw that out yeah, there, right. <laughs> <laughs> Like there, I, I read somewhere like you know, like doctors recommend you get eight hours of sleep. Yeah, and I think for some people, you know, it, that that would be great, but. I just know that I can be a lot more fruitful, and mm-hmm. you know, when I'm when I'm getting up early and and I'm and I hit the ground running for the day. Uh, one other one other thought that I wanted to share, just kind of on the same subject here, is working on our delivery. You know, so again the we're talking about increasing confidence and increasing confidence in, in every situation in, because it, again, it looks good on you, right? Confidence worn correctly. It looks good on you. So, well, one, let's, let's talk about appearance, right? Right. You know, if you, if you, re- regardless of your situation, re- regardless of your financial situation as it is today, I think we can always have a goal to, make our appearance the best that we can with with what we have to work with. Yeah. And I, I what, what, what do you mean, like, so pressing your shirt, right? Don't walk in with like a super wrinkled shirt, and you walk into work or, or wherever you, you go. And that's how people that's how people mm-hmm. see you. That's, they're like, oh, man, he must have had a rough night, you know. He, right. He had a, his shirt is not pressed. Or,
0: or if you shave, right? right, if you don't have a beard or a goatee or, or just keeping it clean, right, like you – so you don't have – at the moment, right, I know you have before, right, but you don't have any, any facial hair, so you shave. But how does that look if you go two or three days and then you come into the office – Right. Yeah, like, feel, Man, that looks, uh, I feel looks, weird even one day. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just like, yeah. You I mean, even me, I have a beard, right. But I keep it clean and I know, look, I can't go to the office right? with it looking scruffy or not clean or in, in place, but that that's a decision that we make, right? Cause we could easily show up with, with our, with, with out having shaved for three yeah. days and, and I'm the boss. Right. <laughs> right? But like, how right? does that look? Right? Yeah. What example are you setting? And so you don't want to you you wanna make sure that you that you that your appearance is there. I tell my wife all the time, and this is a joke that that I use with her, but I say, Hey, look, you gotta dress as if you're gonna meet your as if you're gonna meet your uh your future spouse. <laughs> or you're gonna see your future spouse out there. And she's like, Well, we're already married. Well, I'm gonna see you out there, aren't I? Yeah, that's <laughs> what I tell her. But you gotta dress you yeah. know, dress to impress, right? And 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 I think there's a level to that, there's a limit to it. It doesn't mean like go all out and, and but but you want to make sure that you have a solid appearance when you're out.
1: Yeah. And I guess, you know what, depending on the level that, that you want to get, I, I would say that you can go all out, you know, depending right. on the level. So and you've got to, you've got to figure out who your audience is in, and yeah. in, in like business. So I think about realtors personally, for me, if I were to, if I'm going to sell my house and if I were introducing, uh, I'm sorry, interviewing, three realtors i'm going to have them come to my home and i'm going to talk to them have them give me their sales pitch and there's a couple things i'm looking for these are some of the things we're talking about that confidence right so one they better walk in with confidence but but how do they walk in with confidence i want to see like if i'm selling my house i want to see a realtor that looks the part Mm -hmm. that is dressed up whether it be like so they don't have to wear a coat I prefer a coat. <laughs> they don't have to wear it. Yeah, they don't have to walk coat. in with a suit, right? Right. They don't. And especially not in San Antonio. Like, <laughs> so we live in San Antonio. So it's a little, we dress down a little bit more than you would like say in LA or New York, obviously. Right. But, but so they don't, they don't have to, but again, it's your audience. Right. Yep. So, so, but I want to see that my, the realtor that I'm going to hire, I guarantee you that it won't be the guy that comes in shirt half untucked, you know, or, or shirt coming out, you know, just unshaved exactly unshaved, like those kinds of things. I just, I, I, I would not want that person representing me out there. Yeah. And so do I, would I probably like, would I probably choose someone based off of their clothes? No, no. But is it a factor in determining who I'm going to work with? Absolutely. Yep. And yeah. I think that that's the same for any business, like when you when you walk in and, and you want you want to see that the person that you're, that you're talking to is is put together.. Yeah. And so I think that it's a super
0: important thing. It's an impression. And, yeah. and sometimes it's a first impression, sometimes it's not. Um, but I think it's an impression that you're making, right. But what's the other part of that? You're interviewing that realtor and they come in and, and they, they're dressed apart the okay. Yeah. but now how is the conversation gonna go, right? And what's their delivery like, yeah. and how does that go? And that's the next part, yeah.
1: yeah, is is working on our delivery. And and I know that I've spent a lot of years with this in mind, and just like even to the point, right, where I used to be in something called Toastmasters, which I highly recommend. If you are an individual who is in business, And I think that you should learn how to speak publicly. And I think you should learn how to speak to people. And Toastmasters is a great way to do that. That's a little plug for Toastmasters. I used (laughs) to be in it many, many years ago, and I know that you were in it not too long
0: ago, right? Yep, I I second that recommendation as well. I, I learned a lot um from toastmasters so the group i was with it was kind of a weird time it was it was during the the COVID times yeah. and so they were doing everything virtually and so i've gotten away from it just because now i come into the office earlier and we've got the little one at home and so but i i it was a great experience and i highly recommend that you uh that you become a part of Toastmasters or if there's anything else out there similar to I don't know I don't know if there is I'm not aware that there is but I'm sure that I'm I'm sure there's
1: there's other things out there but even just kind of networking groups where you talk to other professionals and this is a a big part to me like I never want to come off like so double negatives (laughs) and I don't even know how to explain it and I don't want to have anyone feel singled out by it but something that you should look at you know and, and it's something if, if you don't know what a double negative is google it <laughs> just make sure you're not using it just things like that and just kind of how how, how you speak making making sure that you use the correct words and it's hard because every once in a while like i notice myself and especially as i get older and like like I read less. Like sometimes I'm like, oh man, I used the wrong word that day. You like, oh, <laughs> know, it's so annoying, and it sticks with me. Yeah. But at least it sticks with me, right? Like right. if I'm like if I use the wrong word, or and I and I'll say like I don't have like a huge vocabulary that I use on a daily basis. I I have a good comprehension, right? But I but I wouldn't say that I'm like, in, in which honestly, you can kind of come off like you're trying too hard sometimes. Like yeah. if you're you know kind of kind of using you know really big words that are kind of Mm -hmm. inappropriate for for the conversation so so just there's some balance in there somewhere but the the main thing is is you just want to speak kind of grammatically correct and and just so that way again when when I'm in a conversation with the realtor I you're not don't talk to me like you're talking to your buddy right Mm -hmm. talk to me like you're a professional and I think that's that's where we need to to kind of right. get to is is let's talk and you're a professional you're 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 doing that well how do you do that like well read books and you know again like that is going your vocabulary is going to change when when you read mm-hmm. you're 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 going to notice that you use words that just come to your head just like yeah. it just automatically just kind of pop up in your head but because you're reading more right. and you're reading and, and obviously most of the books that you read are going to they they've had an editor that went through and made sure that the grammar was correct <laughs> so you're learning really as as you go along there's there's only so far that you go funny thing is is uh, Oh another thing is spelling. And oh uh, gosh. Yeah. Like that's
0: it. it I, and I'm not perfect. Right. But that's if if I'm reading emails uh, or yeah. and I see some mistakes there I'm like whoa. Like that's it just it's a turn off for me if you especially in the professional yeah. world,
1: right? I've 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 done that and I want to I have a friend who <laughs> who we talked about his his spelling not too long ago and and he listens to this podcast so I want to be careful but <laughs> <laughs> but I'll say this is is we were in a conversation He was like it's 2022 you don't need to know how to spell anymore it's all on it's all autocorrect oh, yeah yeah <laughs> like, I was like well it doesn't autocorrect Yeah. And fix your spelling, bro. (laughs) That's what I told him. But, but one of the reasons that I say that is like, so, so I will say that this particular individual is a very intelligent person. That's one of the cool things where I've also not, I've, so I have a, I have a, a friend I used to hang out with all the time. We used to, we used to bike together and, and, and stuff like that. And he is a physician. And I remember him misusing your, a lot you know, the mm-hmm. Y-O-U yeah. apostrophe R or Y-O-U-R, and it used to be a pet peeve of mine, and I know it was a pet peeve of yours mm-hmm. as well, but I did shift to say, you know what, like, this is a person that I respect who's a very intelligent person, obviously, he's a, he's a physician, you know, he's a, um, he, he was, he was a medical doctor, he, very intelligent guy, misused there there and there a lot and he also misused your and your and uh so so i i've i've kind of shifted some but with regard to like spelling if 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 in business if you're sending me a work text message and you know if you're trying to again our goal is to get people to work with us we want to impress them we want to we want to deliver you've got to come in and make sure that you're spelling words correctly and honestly there's no excuse anymore you just Google it in most words will autocorrect on iPhone, right? (laughs) Or, or Android, if you use an Android.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But if you're not sure you can just Google it. And by no means are you defined by this, right? This doesn't define who you are, but, but in, in business, right? This, this helps polish you and it, and it, it, the, the way that you come off to the person on the other side um it's it's definitely making an impression one way or another but it doesn't define you but it definitely polishes you and it leaves an impression yeah. on the other side
1: like i wouldn't like again like so a lot of these things like i wouldn't make a decision to not work with someone like i go back to realtors i i, I use yeah. use them as an uh, example a lot i w- i wouldn't necessarily say i wouldn't work with a realtor because he misused your misused or It would, I would pause for a second and then I'd be like, my friend's a doctor. He didn't, (laughs) 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 he didn't always use your, and then, and then I would go back to it. But, but it does so, but if there's that and he shows, shows up, in, and, and he looks unkept. And he looks, you know, yeah. like, so when, when we take all of these things, or or and he's cocky, you know, like, you, you yeah. know, so again, none of these things would would make you stop working with someone. But you take them all together, and they could weigh on your decision. Or if I compare you next to the person who does do these things correctly, so yeah. you've got this great guy, great individual, we have good rapport. But I also have great rapport with this other guy, who did wear a pressed shirt who did use words correctly and who was very well spoken obviously i'm going to choose the guy mm-hmm. to work with or or a lady to work with who right. is well you know well spoken and and you, you can spell correctly things like that so just keep those things in mind people are noticing it and you should care enough to learn how to use there there and there Right <laughs> like there, yeah. like, you know, and, you know, obviously sometimes we can all in, uh, I've caught you Oscar one time. I remember with, uh, there was, uh, a there that came out wrong or something and I sent it to you in a screenshot <laughs> and it was a joke, but we've all, we've, we've all had little ones. I've done them, you know, I, oh my gosh, we've all them, been there. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it, it sometimes like I, like I don't have Facebook anymore, uh, that I, that I use, I, I created a, a fake one like a a, a burner Facebook <laughs> <laughs> that that I use just so I could be in a, a group for the neighborhood. But but I used to be on Facebook and it would it would send you these, you know, five years ago, ten years ago, mm-hmm. you posted this and I would read and I'd be so embarrassed to like my <laughs> grammar or whatever. So we all we all make mistakes and and we like with with our grammar and, and yeah. things like that, but. So we're not telling you hold yourself up to an unrealistic standard, but I would say that you probably want to make sure that you're that, you know, if you want to make a good impression on professionals and that you're hoping to work with, kind of clean that up, get it together.
0: Mm Yeah. Yeah. So I think the reading part is important in increasing the vocabulary, right? But you also want to implement those things. And I feel like that's something that I've been trying to work on over the last couple of years year and a half or so uh is is really implementing some of these things so i've increased my reading but i'm also trying to make some efforts to um increase my vocabulary when i'm when i'm talking to people or even my delivery right because now i i do trainings for people and 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 our job is to get people motivated and excited to get out there and and do what we do in our business and so if i'm my delivery isn't there and I'm monotone and I'm boring and I'm that boring teacher at the front of the classroom who just has no energy, that doesn't get people excited or, right. or it doesn't it doesn't, you know, help get the material, the content through to them. But if if the delivery is there and I can get people excited and I can keep people engaged in the message that I'm trying to bring across, it's more effective. And so that's something that I've spent time working on and you've actually helped me with that. You're like, yeah. hey, why don't you try working on this and, and do this? And and I think taking uh, constructive feedback from people is is important. You gotta be open to that and you can't take it in a negative way. You, you want that kind of feedback and you want people like that. You wanna surround yourself with people like that who are gonna help you get better and get to the top. And so I think that's another factor, right? And that's probably a conversation for another, for another podcast that we record, but it's, it's finding the right people to grow with and get better with. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's funny that you say
1: that. I was, uh, I sent a message over to a friend of ours and he, I I sent him and I can't remember what it, what it was, but his response was, Hey, if you're the smartest person in the room, you were in the wrong room. Right. And that's kind of a, 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 common, a common thing. And so that's a, that's another great thing kind of to grow confidence is by surrounding yourself by people that you respect in business. Right. And that comes from networking that comes from, you know, how, how do you do that? You're really good with, you're really good with, with, uh, I guess making a lot of friends, and 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 you're very social, and I guess more before you had kids, before you had before you had Luca, but 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 that that's kind of one of your strengths naturally. So you you can you you have a lot of people to choose from, right? That you could say, hey, look, I really I really like the way that this guy carries himself. Spend some time with him, Mm -hmm. right? And and you can do that. I, I know you've mentioned that you have some friends that you really respect, and. In that has that has helped you and develop you into who you are for someone like myself who's less social who who kind of i get i get enough interaction with one or two people and and i'm and i feel good for someone like myself it is harder to find sort of a mentor that 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 i could help that they could help me and so there's a lot of networking groups out there in talking about toastmasters talking about actual networking groups that you can be in and get people around you that you respect kind of learn from them watch them and watch your confidence increase there as well Mm -hmm. so well guys thank you so much for tuning in today again our goal is to deliver this content to you on a weekly basis and really just if you're if you're not happy with where you are today uh, how to get there and and how to really get to your goals, whatever they are. And one of these days, we'll, we'll talk about goal setting and, and how I do it, how Oscar does it and, and more. So thank you all so much. We'll be back soon.